Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. To start Morning Buzzcast, on behalf of everyone at SBJ, thinking and wishing the best for Tiger Woods, also thinking about his team at Excel, including Mark Steinberg, of course, all our best wishes to Tiger Woods today. It's your Morning Buzzcast for Wednesday, February 24th. A beautiful day scheduled here in Charlotte, North Carolina, north of 70 degrees and sun. That offers more encouraging signs that we are seeing throughout the sports business as well. Here are some numbers to back it up. Last night, the Nets hosted 300 fans at their win over the Kings. The first time the Barclays Center has hosted any fans since March 8th of last year. Meanwhile, Crosstown, the New York Knicks had a sold-out crowd of just about 2,000. Now, they lost to the Warriors at MSG, but the energy at MSG was said to be very strong. People very glad to be back at the venue. Baby steps for both the Knicks and the Nets. Meanwhile, the Miami Heat tonight will now welcome up to 3,000 fans at American Airlines Arena. They had been at about 1,500 fans, and up to half of the NBA's teams are allowing fans. Meanwhile, over in the UK, officials at the track Silverstone are hopeful they will be able to welcome 140,000 fans to the British Grand Prix in July. That event is set for July 18th, and that is about four weeks after the proposed date that the UK government would end its COVID-19 restrictions in England. So Big ambitions, big goals there for the British Grand Prix in July. Meanwhile, the PGA of America said its PGA Championship will host 10,000 fans per day in May at the Kiwa Island Ocean Course, a beautiful spot. Now, the 10,000 is down. They're usually getting about 30,000 fans per day, but 10,000 fans on site in Kiwa would be a big number at that venue in South Carolina. So again, some encouraging signs throughout sports in terms of welcoming fans back. Let's shift to some Olympic news because I know you're all eager and waiting at the edge of your seat. The IOC today could announce its choice of a non-binding preferred bidder for the 2032 Summer Games. Now, that is the first in a series of steps towards deciding a host city for 2032. Several markets have expressed interest. Austria's Queensland, Indonesia, Budapest, China, Doha, and Germany. So remember, here's where we're at with the Olympics. We've got, of course, the Tokyo Summer Games. We've got the Beijing Winter Games. We've got the Paris Summer Games in 2024. Then they go to Milan Cortina for 2026, Los Angeles in 28. They still need a host city for the 2030 Winter Games. There was talk Salt Lake City would be in the mix. Japan is very interested in that. And now they're looking at a host for the 2032 Summer Games, a preferred non-binding bidder could be announced as early as today. Let's shift over to MLS because one team I always keep an eye on, the Portland Timber, the Portland Thorns, 
led by Mike Gollum, very, very, I would say, innovative organization. They announced a multi-year partnership with TikTok yesterday. So TikTok will serve as the club's official jersey sleeve sponsor beginning this season. They will also have exclusivity in the social media and video over-the-top platform category. They will get the jersey sponsorship on both the Timbers and the NWSL Portland Thorns, which draw incredibly well in that market. TikTok is a very interesting brand as a sponsor in sports. They now have, I believe, three team deals, certainly getting more engaged in sports sponsorship. Let's shift over to college basketball because I don't know about you. I've been watching less college basketball or I find myself watching less college basketball this year. But I did watch on Sunday Michigan, Ohio State, and apparently I wasn't alone because Sunday afternoon's matchup of those top teams marked the most watched college basketball game this season. That's according to our own Austin Carp. That game was on CBS. It averaged 2.63 million viewers. It's the best number for any regular season college basketball game on CBS since March of 2019. So again, Michigan, Ohio State delivering the goods on Sunday. Now the Big Ten, Kevin Warren has to be happy about this because the Big Ten has been incredibly strong in college basketball this season and matchups involving Big Ten teams have drawn the highest viewership so far this season. Over at the NFL, news from the Washington football team yesterday, they will not have a new name in 2021. They will go by the Washington football team moniker again for the upcoming season. They launched a website yesterday chronicling their journey on a new name. They want fans to be part of the process. They will allow fans to submit their ideas for the team name. So far, a sampling of fan submitted names, the Washington Memorials, the Washington Rhinos, and the Washington Justice. They do plan to have a new name for the 2022 season, but it'll be the Washington football team for 2021. I want to touch on something from the global soccer marketplace. We've talked about this together on the Buzzcast a lot. International soccer leagues, global soccer leagues looking to draw outside private equity capital to invest in their sponsorship or media rights. We saw it with Syria. Now we're seeing it with the Bundesliga. The Bundesliga will invite bids for a minority stake in its global media rights. They are trying to draw investment from private equity firms into a holding company. That would give them much needed revenue. They took a serious hit during the COVID-19 pandemic without any fans. Who could be interested in this? Well, we've talked about this. Advent International. BAME Capital, CVC Capital Partners, KKR, they could all be interested in investing in the Bundesliga's international media rights. Let's end with some quick hitters today. Spotify could be looking at an international podcast expansion for The Ringer. That's according to Billboard. Remember, Spotify purchased Bill Simmons' company, The Ringer, in 2020 for over $250 million was the reporting price. We know that Spotify is greatly expanding its podcast network to more than 80 markets. They will take The Ringer internationally. The college conference, the MEAC, has hired 160 over 90 to be its marketing agency of record. That's, of course, an Endeavor-owned company. They'll take the lead on the conference's branding and creative and digital and social strategies. Of course, the MEAC is based in Norfolk, Virginia. And I want to end, as we normally do on the Buzzcast, with some items about people. First, a hat tip 
to Procter & Gamble, Vice President of Sports Marketing, Greg Vi. Greg Vi, very well known. He is leaving the company at the end of the month after more than 13 years. The company did eliminate his position, but Greg Vi primarily worked on the Gillette brand. He was very active in sports sponsorships with Major League Baseball, the NFL, NASCAR, the Olympics. In addition, they were very active in sponsoring athletes, David Beckham, Roger Federer, Derek Jeter, and Tiger Woods. He led Gillette into esports. Of course, he handled the big Gillette deal at Gillette Stadium with the New England Patriots. Greg Vi, very well connected, one of the most well-regarded sports sponsorship executives, leaving Procter & Gamble at the end of the month. And Sport 5, that is the former Lagardere Sports, has promoted President of Golf for the Americas, Steve Loy, to President of Global Golf. The agency is launching a new Global Golf division. The agency currently represents, among others, Phil Mickelson, John Rahm and Davis Love III, so Steve Loy to oversee Sport 5's global golf division. And finally, yesterday we launched SBJ iFactor, conversations with our award winners of 40 Under 40 and Game Changers and New Voices Under 30. We launched with an interview with Jessica Gelman, who is the CEO of Kager, who talks about growing up in Chicago, playing basketball at Harvard, and then starting to work for the Kraft Group as early as 2002. It's a good listen. I encourage you, and I hope you will give SBJ iFactor a listen and give us your feedback. So that is your Morning Buzzcast for Wednesday, February 24th. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody stays healthy, stay safe, and please be good to each other. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.